Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Driver Podcast. My name is James Rea. I write an automotive column for Bay Area News Group. And uh, it's my first day at Monterey Auto Week, and I'm at one of the best shows, a little car show in Pacific Rose. And I'm here with Todd Lappin, former journalist, and now owns, uh, everybody's looking at this, it's a Japanese fire truck. Is that correct? Yep, that's <laughs> okay. right. Okay, T- Todd, welcome to our podcast. Why don't you tell me about this wonderful vehicle you're in and how you acquired it? Sure. This is a uh, 1990 Daihatsu Hijet fire truck. Um, it was it's it served with uh, in a little town in Nagano Prefecture. Uh, yes. In a little mountain town, it sat at the base of the ski area. Uh huh. Um, you mentioned you're from Sacramento. It's kind of like imagine a smaller version of Auburn. Okay, sure. <laughs> a, a, a little town about that altitude. It looks very similar. Fair enough. And um, uh, it served with the local fire brigade for uh, about 25, 30 years. Oh my gosh. And uh, didn't get driven very much. Um, and then it was retired uh, because 25, 30 years old. Yes. Um, and uh, and it just ended up going through the Japanese auction system, and I picked it up there. So I picked it up um, from Japan, uh, ordered it from Japan, from, basically out of the Japanese wholesale auction system. Yes. And then um, uh, brought it to San Francisco, and uh, it was intact. Uh, it, it basically still had all of its lights it still had a siren it still had the markings on the name of the town where it was from i just had to do a little bit of a treasure hunt to put the fire equipment back yes uh, which was fun yes. it took about six months to a year of just you know and, and that was great todd do you have an interest uh, do you speak japanese or do you spend some time there what was your interest in this vehicle yeah i sort of am a i've been a japan geek for most of my life i speak yes. japanese pretty badly but i can get by good um i go to japan a lot and then, uh, basically, I've always been a car person, too, and then those two things started blending. Yes. Um, I, I imported a Nissan Skyline uh, about five or six years ago, which I always say the, the, the Skyline was my gateway drug to the fire truck. <laughs> and uh, I love that. Thank you. I'm, you've, you've used it before, but it's new to me, so that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of true. Yeah. But basically, that was how I learned about importation and all that kind of stuff. And once I understood all that, I was like, I should get something really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's really unusual that nobody's ever seen. And uh, that led me to this. Gotcha. Um, tell me about what kind of equipment, what kind of uh, situations that are put out in Japan. You mentioned a, a city like Auburn, a smaller version of Auburn. Did it go off-road? What did they do with this vehicle? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't know that much about its service history. Yeah. I have gotten to know a bunch of people in the town where it's from through yes. social media, which is really cute. They yeah, were, yeah, yeah. You know, they thought they were done with this fire truck, and then it shows up. <laughs> on Instagram having this party lifestyle in San Francisco and right. they're like oh wait that's our fire truck um, it didn't get driven very much uh, it came to me with 2,500 miles on it oh my gosh. after 30 years so it's basically a brand new 30 year old truck um, I just had to put uh, had to put the fire equipment back but the way these fire trucks work um, it doesn't have a water tank I see uh, Japan's pretty wet so they just always assume there's uh, a water source nearby how would I know that? That's fantastic. And so yeah. uh, that's what you know. You and I are sitting here, but there's a, there's basically a pump sticking out of the back. Yes. The pump is removable very easily, and you just move the pump to the water, and you have to just get close enough to dunk this black hose that's on the side in, which you know is probably about ten feet, and yes. uh, and then you're good to go in firefighting mode. Now I I'm, uh, don't know any words in Japan, and I've been there a couple times. But I, there's all kinds of characters on the side of the truck, on the hoses, in the back. Yep. 
Tell me what, even though we're not visual yeah, here, yeah, but sure. tell me no what, it, what some of it says. Yep. Yeah. Uh, on the doors, it says uh, uh, Kitigamane, which is the name of the town it's from. Kibana. Kitigamane. Kitigamane, okay. Uh, Kitigamane Self-Defense Fire Brigade. Love it. What it says on the doors. Yes. Um, the hoses uh, are a manufacturer called Jet Hose, yes. which is a very cool logo, which would be an excellent fashion brand, I've often thought. <laughs> there you go. Your next career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm going to turn Japanese fire hoses into fashion. Um, and then it's flying this big banner off the back. It ha there's a fitting on the back for a yes. banner because when it was used in parades, uh, and the banner that is uh, on here is, uh, it says, um, uh, traffic safety week is in progress. Let's follow the rules. <laughs> it couldn't get any, can't get any better than that, Todd. That's fantastic. That's what it says. Um, how long have you had the vehicle, and do you do these kinds of shows often? And you're in San Francisco. Do, yeah. you, do you take it out? And I mean, you must not be able to go 50 feet without some yeah, sort of. Yeah, you don't. You don't drive it if you're in a hurry. No. But not because I mean it is kind of slow, but mostly just because everyone wants to talk. Right. Um, uh, I live in San Francisco. I do take it to a lot of car shows. I drive it a lot too. It's yes. for various reasons. It's kind of my daily driver. Essentially, it's you know the easiest one to get in and out of the garage. And um, nobody really cares where you park. It turns out when you drive a Japanese fire truck, <laughs> parking's pretty easy. Thank so you. Thank you. Yeah. It's weirdly practical yes. in San Francisco. Yes. Um, uh, but I've, I've you know quadrupled the miles on it, so it now has a massive, I think, seven thousand miles on it. And uh, uh, and it, it drives great. One thing that people who, I'm not a mechanic, but if you have a vintage car, everybody says you better find a good mechanic. Are you a mechanic? And, and do you, if you are, what have you done to yeah, this? Yeah, I, I can do a little bit of uh, wrenching, but yeah. it doesn't need anything. It literally is a brand new 30-year-old truck. So oh it, it, And it was perfectly maintained. I just changed the oil. Um, it runs like new. Everything works perfectly. There, there's no old car weirdness to it because it was a fire truck. So they took great care of it. They kept it in a garage. They drove it just enough to keep it yes. in great shape. Yes. And uh, and I really don't have to do anything to it. What is the process of getting a vehicle like this from Japan? Is that that was a long process? Or? Uh, I actually worked with an importer in Sacramento. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, so that's usually how you do it. You work with an importer. Yes. Um, uh, the importer is uh, and he, he's fantastic. Uh, it's called Vans from Japan. Okay. Uh, and he brings in a lot of Japanese trucks and actually a lot of Japanese fire trucks. And uh, it's pretty straightforward. Getting yes. it in the United States is pretty easy. The, federal laws that we're allowed to import anything as long as it's 25 years old. Okay. So once you get over 25 years, um, you kind of can, can have at it. Um, the the uh, And we're also, if you think, do the math, we're in kind of a sweet spot for cars. That puts right. us in the mid-90s. So a 25-year-old car today is a lot different than a 25-year-old car would have been in 1995. Sure. So uh, we basically have modern cars. So uh, you, there's a lot of really great stuff right now. We're in this little golden age of Japanese cars because we suddenly have all these great cars available to us. Do you own more than one car? I do. I have I have a Nissan Skyline, yes. a Miata, and a Jeep Cherokee. Okay. And I, since you live in San Francisco, I'm going to ask a little bit of personal question, but there's not a lot of space for a lot of cars in yeah. San Francisco, so do you have a... Yeah, I have a two-car garage. There one, the Miata lives on the street, and I keep one of them. Uh, I have some friend who lives uh, out of town that Got lets me park one of them, so, gotcha. so I'm always doing a little bit of car Tetris. I remember uh, several years ago there was a, a private function that a friend and I went to in Carmel Valley, and a man had a 1950 uh, Ford F100 pickup truck, pristine. There were all these fancy cars, and when that car came in, all the heads went from all the fancy cars to his truck. 
So how long have you had this? And can you think of a story or two that somebody oh, yeah. just, somebody's cried? Somebody said, oh, my God, I, I saw that truck in Japan. What are some good yeah, stories? There's a couple great stories. Yeah, One yeah, is, please. you know, first of all, Japanese people just kind of stand there, you know, it's kind of slack jawed when they see it because mm. for them, they are used to seeing these and yes. it's just not supposed to be here. So they, <laughs> they kind of have this look like what sort of weird blue space ray dropped this thing in the United States. It's yeah. the sweetest thing ever. And you can see them having... Uh, memory. You can see them having reveries and memories yes. and, and being transported for just a minute. That's really, really sweet. So that happens a lot, yes. especially in San Francisco. And then you can talk to them a little yeah, bit from, to, in Japanese. Know, and, yeah. and they love it. Yeah. Uh, and the town where it's from is pretty well known as a tourist destination, so they actually know where it's from. I see. And um, that's really sweet. Obviously, firefighters lose their mind. Uh, I've had some <laughs> really hilarious moments where if you ever want to see like an actual grown-up firefighter act like a five-year-old looking at a fire truck you you pull up in this thing i love so it so i drive around san francisco and you'll like you know you'll, you'll, i'll be coming one way and a san francisco fire truck yeah. coming another and like the, the san francisco fire trucks lights will go on yeah. and the driver is waving and it's so they want to stop and buy you a beer or they, something <laughs> that's happened they pulled around they, they, they like they, they've demanded photo shoots yeah it's, yeah it's really really cute yes uh oh that's great and then yeah um, this truck was incredibly cheap, um, and I have s- said there's probably very few things that are more fun per dollar than this, but the other funny thing about it is, you know, I've had many, many times there's been a million-dollar car, and they're like, put put this next to my million-dollar car, you know, <laughs> and like, I want I want that one. Here. Yes, yes. So, you know... Uh, have, they, have you shared the price or is that a private story no it's not that private it was basically you know a little less than ten thousand dollars delivered oh that's yeah. great that's yeah phenomenal. and in japan you know it's because again it doesn't have a whole lot of value yes you know who wants a 20 year old 25 year old little fire truck you and me i know that well, and you many and other. Right, but in japan, they're not worth a whole lot so no. it's sold in japan uh, at auction for about fifteen hundred dollars oh so it's just you know it, it it was great and like i said we, we were just talking. It's it's. There's no rust. No, there's, no, there's, no rust at all. It's immaculate. Right hand drive. Yeah. How does that? Uh, maybe you have lots of experience. I did. I went to Northern Ireland, only place I've driven right hand drive, and it does take a learn. There's a learning curve. Yeah, there's there. a learning curve, but once you get used to it, uh, you don't even notice anymore. Gotcha. The only real wrinkle. Most people who drive right hand drive will tell you this is, you know, it gets. It's very easy to get used to. You don't really notice, except the. Uh, Right-hand drive cars and and American cars have uh, the windshield wiper and turn signal stocks reversed, which oh, basically yes. means that whatever car you're driving, you're constantly hitting the windshield wipers by accident, or you're just getting it wrong. <laughs> so so, so uh, that's I, the hardest part. Can I ask? Uh, are you retired now, or do you nope, have a, uh, what, what do you do as a former journalist? I'm curious what you transitioned yeah, I'm, into. I'm a, I'm a content designer at a tech company, so I do uh, uh, the word parts of interface design. Oh, okay. Far more advanced than I'll ever be as a journalist. I'm sure it takes a special talent. Um, I'll, I'll keep. I'll, I'll still be a bottom feeder for a few more years. Um, other than here at the little car show in Pacific Grove, uh, you've been to other places. What are some of the other? Where have you presented it? And how long have you owned it? I've owned it for about two years. It was a kind of a. I ordered it in uh, March of 2020, just with just literally a couple days before the pandemic. Sure, started. sure. It showed up in July, right when the pandemic began. Yes. And then I ended up um, getting it then, and uh, so I've had it for two years, and. Um, uh, I, I've taken it to, I mean, I drive, go take it to a lot of car meets and stuff like that. I drive it. Sure. Um, I've taken it up to Lake Tahoe. Uh, so, uh, 
and the mechanics of it. What kind of fuel? What kind of engine does it have? Regular gas, three cylinder, 660 cc engine. My God, uh, I'm sitting on top of it. I'm in the middle. It's a mid-engine four-wheel drive. Yes. <laughs> and, and so, if you have any kind of uh, incline, do you uh, say your prayers and hope for the best, or does it it's go pretty good? It's not that bad. It's um. I mean, again, I, I live in San Francisco, so... Yeah, well, of course, uh, yes. So, I mean, on the freeway, that's a different story. But around San Francisco, they're actually designed for hills. Okay. Uh, it's And, and uh, if assuming you don't want to go a whole lot, assuming you're not in a huge hurry, it's actually really fun to drive. It drives, uh, I think, probably like an old army jeep. Okay. Which is to say it's very torquey. Uh, yes, uh, it's, yes. It's, it's, it's not actually slow until it is. Uh-huh. Uh, you know what I mean? And so, you're, you know, you top out at about 50 miles an hour. Sure. But getting to 50 is actually relatively quick. And so, it, it just, it, it, I, it drives a little bit, again, driving in San Francisco, I, I've compared it to, it's kind of like a, driving a goat. It has like goat energy. I love that. I love it. Just it just like wants to run up hills. It actually loves it. Are those 12, 14 inch wheels? Those 12? are massive 12 inch wheels. Massive 12 inch wheels. Gosh. Um, have you done anything to the car at all? Nothing. I've, the only thing I've done to it is restore the firefighting equipment. Gotcha. Uh, but I, I, I just left it exactly as it came. Well, now, with, with, since you. Um, since you have an obsession, of those might yeah. as well be free, uh, straight about it. What what do you have on your mind? Do you have anything else that's out I mean, there that you yeah, like? Yeah, especially, I mean, it's, I am, we were just talking about this, but yeah. space is an issue, and that's yes. the only thing that really holds me back, and maybe that's not a bad thing. Um, but the other thing is, you know, the uh, the yen right now, we're in, what time, we're, we're in August of 2022. Yes. It's actually at a historic low, so essentially... Oh. It's hard to restrain myself because essentially Japan is having a 20% off sale right now. So there's a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm sort of intrigued by um, Japanese station wagons. There's some really, really cool oh, station thank wagons. You. That's nice. Uh, there's a lot of really other. This is um, this fire truck is what's called a K car. Yes. In Japan, we had them in the U.S. for a while. In the, yeah, for a 90, little bit, yeah. yeah. It's spelled K-E-I. Oh, K-E-I. Uh-huh. K-E-I. And, and, and K literally just means light. It's a it's a class. I see. And K vehicles are uh, required to be a certain size uh, and have a maximum displacement. Yes. And uh, so they're very tightly regulated, but in Japan they're much lower tax. So that, that's why there are. So there's a lot of really cool K cars uh, that yes. would be really, really fun. So I'd love to get some more. If, uh, if I went to the village or the small town, the Auburn of Japan, where, yeah. this, where this truck is from, what would they have now in the fire department? They probably have one exactly like it. Yeah, uh, a newer model. Yeah, yeah, just a newer one, just yeah. like it. And they still make these. You can still get them. Uh, they probably, I mean, I'm hoping to go soon and I'll find out. Yes. But uh, I think they probably just replaced it with another one. Oh, my gosh. Um, Young people, old people, you mentioned uh, firefighters. Have you had any wonderful comments? I'm sure you have from kids. Yeah, I mean, kids love it. That It's, uh, how to describe this? It's the most sociological object I've ever seen in my life. In the sense yes. that, like, people treat it like a puppy. Yes. They, they act like, like it's a puppy. And, and, and I've never <laughs> seen an, like a, an inanimate object that evokes emotion like this one does Man. and again not just a car any object any, any object period. <laughs> yeah. like this young boy here that's great yeah and, awesome. and the other thing that's really nice about it is uh, it's not fragile so I always love telling people you know climb on it sit on it bang yeah I saw it. you have the sign over there yeah. that says please, please sit on sit me or, yeah you know yeah. it's like it's really nice to be able to have something that yeah. you can share I mean they don't make fire trucks to be fragile so no they don't um, in Sacramento Ohio <laughs> In Sacramento, there's a uh, fire, an old firehouse, yeah. and there's about one inch on each side. And when the guys 
back in and back up, I mean, it's only an inch on either yeah. side. In the firehouses in Japan, are they pretty tiny, or did this have a well, there's easy a picture, go of it? You can see the picture of the, the shed. There's okay. a picture of the shed by yeah. the windshield. It yeah. was kind of just a little metal shed. Gotcha. Uh, and it's still there. And like I said, I found it on Google, Google, Google Earth, and uh, and it sat at the base of a ski area. So my uh, gosh. So you know, it's it's all there. It's just a, you, I mean, it's just a little metal shed with a red light on top. That's great. We want to thank Todd um, from San Francisco. Last name again? Todd Lappin. Todd Lappin, I should have remembered that. Uh, we're at the Little Car Show in Pacific Grove on a wonderful Pacific Grove day. And uh, he's got, I'm sure he's gonna, you're going to get several awards today if you haven't already. Uh, not why I'm here. I know it's not, <laughs> but it's going to be, and for all those reasons, it should get awards. You don't have any pretentiousness about it. It's just the best, which is why I'm talking to you. Thank you for your time today, Todd. Very much Love appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.